You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Locked On Texans. I am your man, some sports guy, and always to the right of me, my Cody God. Davis. <laughs> Cody Davis. I'm going to be like this because you, you, you literally just pissed me off just now, fool. <laughs> you literally just, I don't know if you did it on purpose or what. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm, I'm done. I, I should go home. I should, I should just go home. Don't go home. We have listeners, too. Yeah, I don't care. You, you can talk wow. by yourself. I'm just, I, can talk I just can't myself. believe you. I just, no. I can talk about myself. But yeah, when I argue from, from his standpoint, you look at me like I'm crazy. Oh, okay. What you talking about? What did you we argue? talking about the Mellow situation. I would what tell the you, listeners. What did you argue about for Mellow? This, is, this, isn't, this isn't locked on Mellow. Because if be. this locked on Mellow, I will get fired. It could be. <laughs> so to, let's just, let's just tell them, you know, let's, let's just talk to these people about the, 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 the Texans. Let's talk about it. What's what's going on? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to do my pregame show because you come to me with this stupid nonsense. I didn't, I didn't stop you from doing anything, sir. Let's see what we got today for the Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Locked On Texans Podcast, your daily Texans talk on Locked On Podcast Network, and you can argue that sports.com. I said my name earlier, John, some sports guy, but to the right of me is my man. Cody Davis. It was a little intense today. Yes, it was. And it had nothing to do with even football, which is weird because football starts tonight. You guys are here this on Friday while you're in your car on the way to work, on the way to drop your kids off to daycare, no matter what it is. Uh, make sure whenever you get in your car, just tell your smart device to play Locked On Texans. Uh, and we w- really wish you guys can hear and see some of the arguments we really get into. It's just it's crazy. One guy doesn't believe, just get outside of football for a moment, Carmelo Anthony deserves a farewell tour. And this same guy believes Drew, Drew Brees definitely deserves to be a number two. He should have been one. And you that about, is you what thought, we're talking, talking about. You talking about sympathy votes? I hope they sympathy out behinds all the way to the Super Bowl and winning next oh year. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this you, is, ooh, boy, you, this is if you ever thought with. who that nation was pissed off, and, you, and if you ever thought, that who that nation was gonna be annoying? You you ain't seen nothing yet. I'm seeing oh, it right now. Oh, oh, oh we coming. We I'm are coming. It right now. The top ten was released last night for the NFL top 100 bogus mm-hmm. list. There wasn't no bogus Super list. Bogus oh yeah, list. It was, honestly, it wasn't. It was surprising. It, uh, Quentin Nelson, the All Pro lineman from Indy, which is in our division, and I'm not the type to really give too many, you know, props. But this guy's a monster. And he didn't even get voted in the top 100. He's an all-pro. There's 100 players better than him. You don't even believe that. Uh, also, today we're definitely going to talk about... Clearly, the players believe it. The players don't know what they're talking about. Oh, okay, cool. We definitely got to hop into um, Deshaun Watson. He wants to learn and pick the brain of Aaron Rodgers. Well, of course... Joint practices starts off next week with the Green Bay Packers. They go up to Wisconsin mm-hmm. and... Uh, I think that'll be very interesting to discuss because of what he can learn from a guy who made it to the top ten. That when we say yesterday shouldn't have shouldn't have made it. Shouldn't even been in the top twenty five if we going off just by last year. But that's neither here or there. I got a question, and listeners, please join along as well. While you're in your car, argue with us as well. Scream, whatever it doesn't matter. 
Based off last season, and I know Drew Brees had a good season. I'm not taking it away from him. Not even just Drew Brees. Okay? And I don't want to make Drew Brees seem like the guy. But Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, Julio Jones was in the top ten. And Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was in the top ten. Tom Brady came in at six. And I think number one was deserving. I personally would have given it to Patrick Mahomes, who was the MVP. But uh, a friend made an interesting point of mine. For one, first and foremost, Aaron Donald, who came in at number one, he's a defensive tackle. He had 20 sacks. And he, was and he can't first, win MVP. And he was the first defensive tackle to come in at number one since J.J. Watt in 2012, I believe. That's crazy. And just like J.J. Watt, I believe Aaron Rodgers won MVP that season. Patrick Mahomes won MVP this season. I don't see in the foreseeable future any player outside of quarterback winning that MVP. But the peers know, at home watching, people know the best player in the league last year was arguably, in my opinion, Aaron Donald, who got number one, and Patrick Mahomes. I think Aaron Donald was the perfect fit for number one, considering he can't win MVP in this NFL league. Now, outside of that, Drew Brees at number two. I definitely disagree with that, considering the man who won MVP should have been at least at number two. But look at the rest of the list. Who's on the rest of that list? Number three, you got Matt Khalil. Number four, Patrick Mahomes. Number five, Todd Gurley. Number six, Tom Brady. It's the first time that he fell outside the top five since they did this doggone list. <laughs> that speaks volumes. Antonio Brown came in at number seven. Aaron Rodgers came in at number eight. Julio Jones, number nine. And Von Miller, number 10. And, of course, to keep this Texans related, 11 and 12, DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt. Let me tell you something right now. Based off last season, I'm taking Julio Jones out and I'm taking Von Miller out. Mm. And I'm putting DeAndre Hopkins in one of those slots. Now, I think both of those guys, considering at their position, you can make a case that, well, at their position, they were the best. So I believe that they go over J.J. Watt, and I get that. But J.J. Watt is still a top 15 player in this league. Where, when you look at Julio being in his top 10, the question now rises, well, who is the number one receiver in this league? Now, I think they have the three correct right now because it went, in the list of orders, it went Hopkins, Julio, and A.B., and I think those are the top three receivers in this league. And I agree and, with you. And even looking at Julio Jones, what he did last year, he led the league in receiving yards. I get that. But at one point, do we just say, cut it out. Hopkins is the best <laughs> receiver in the league. Yeah, I, like, like I said, the, the, I was really surprised by that. And honestly, when you're talking about players who have more of an impact on the defensive end, I might have to put JJ over over Von Miller. Well, I, I, I I know it's tough to say because I mean you're comparing a a defensive end to you know a linebacker, and I know Von Miller does a lot for that defense. But I mean JJ Watt led the AFC in sacks last year. Talk about it. You you know, and I believe he 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 was second in the league in in pass deflections, if I'm not mistaken. Either he was second or third. But, I mean, those are some pretty key defensive points. To make. Yeah, yes. And, I mean, this is all opinionated, guys. You know, I'm pretty sure if we were to take all these 100 players, 
and add the guys that barely made the cut. I'm pretty sure our list will look completely different from this. But I I do believe Hopkins and Watt. JJ should have been at least 10, top 10, number 10. Hopkins, I mean, well, you, you okay. can flip a coin between okay him, and, him and A.B. I'm, I would personally take Hopkins over A.B. So, I mean, I would, I would put... I mean, I would put Hopkins, man. I would, he would have made my top five. Uh, for honestly, sure. man, I think this whole entire list was bogus. Even if we if we include the Texans, there's no way Baker Mayfield gets it over Deshaun Watson. If we going off last year, <laughs> I don't know if you will agree with me or not. And I know if this somehow get back to Wisconsin. I'm going to take a lot of heat for this. I don't care. We can but take the heat. I Locked would, on Packers. I would I would have taken, based off last year, not all time, I would have taken Deshaun Watson over Aaron Rodgers. I'll take that heat. I, I, I would have taken that. All biases aside. And and once again, I'm not saying this to be biased. No, 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 no. You said all bias aside because if you look at the numbers, you look at the play, you look at who was more valuable to their team last year, you look at who... who Led their team to the playoffs. I mean, even though Texans got hella embarrassed. But you look at everything that happened in 2018. It speaks for itself. This list was total bogus. I wouldn't necessarily say totally bogus. I think they got the fact that Quentin Nelson didn't make the top 100. And I'm a guy who loves offensive line play. I mean, I love it. I, I need it in my life. This was bogus. This was complete BS. And another There's no way guy, he shouldn't have made this top 100 list. And another guy, I'm and, and I'm not saying this because I want the Texans to resign him, you know, give him the extension, but I truly believe 63 might have been a little bit too low for Jadavian Clowney. Who was above him? James Conner, running back, Steelers. Okay. Jalen Smith, linebacker, Cowboys. Larry Fitzgerald. That that round out the top sixty. Fuck, Jay, oh, let me say this: Why is Larry Fitzgerald still playing? That's, <laughs> what that's, is he holding on for? Just a play. Like I don't know who I'm more. It's like Vince Carter. That's what I was about to say. Like I don't know who I'm more tired of looking at now: Larry Fitzgerald or Vince Carter. If you're still playing when I was in elementary school, matter of fact, let me take that back. If you're still playing when I was still living in New Orleans, we got problems. It's time. We, it's it's time. It could possibly be time. I'll tell you what it is time for. What can Watson learn from Aaron Rodgers, the guy that we are comparing and say, well, he could have been in his spot or Rodgers couldn't have slipped out of that top 10. That's going to be a debate for whoever wants to debate it. Debate it with yourself. Debate it with your kids. Debate it while you're with your wife, while you're at home, listening in the car. It doesn't matter. So that is something I'm super excited to talk about mm-hmm. moving forward. But before we move forward, I got to tell you about... Just like we're disappointed and frustrated, you don't want to end your night off like that. And to not end your night off like that, what can you do when you're with that special lady for one night of your life or for the rest of your life? Who knows? These kids nowadays are crazy. In the meantime, let me tell you about Blue Chew. That's blue like the color. Chew like what you do with gum. And that's crazy because it's a chewable that works exactly like the FDA-approved Viagra and Cialis. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code CODE. Again, that is all caps CODE. And all you have to do is pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code CODE. 
I am so happy to see that Deshaun Watson is taking the initiative to go out, learn from one of the greatest players, and not make dumb decisions that will ruin his career like Carmelo Anthony. I thought this was... Uh, you're, you're right, but but he's an athlete. Melo's an athlete. They all make decisions, but hey, I'm, I'm glad to know that Deshaun Watson has some sense in his head to, to, to go out and, and not make dumb decisions like Melo. Hey, and, so, and I'm not, and I don't hate Melo. I love Melo. He's one of my all time favorite players. What I have to deal with, guys. He's one of my all time favorite players in sports history. Hey, so what's Deshaun talking about? What's what is? Well, Deshaun Watson. What is he talking about? As we all know, and as you hinted to before we went to break, Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans will be going to Wisconsin, Wisconsin, to take on the Green Bay Packers for a joint practice. And while he is there, he will be. Taking the time to learn would and seek so. advice from Aaron Rodgers, who is, even though we don't agree that he was a top 25 player this year, we can both agree that he's one of the all-time greatest players in this league's history. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't trust Aaron Rodgers in his new mustache. Does he have that mustache still? I'm going to see if Aaron, if, he, if Aaron sure. Rodgers still has that mustache, I wouldn't trust him right now. Mm. I just feel like he's, he's going to lie. How you say he was going to lie? The mustache. I don't trust that mustache. Damn, John, it's just a mustache. I don't trust it. He still has it. He still has it. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is not going to really help him out. Aaron Rodgers is going to do what, uh, who was that? What Joe Flacco did with Lamar Lamar Jackson. He's like, he's not going to help. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. First, that don't make sense. I don't believe. Because Joe Flacco didn't want to help the person that's trying to take his job. I know. I'm not saying it's different cases. But I just look like, when I look at Aaron Rodgers and that mustache, I just don't trust it. Take okay. Let's say next week he shaved the mustache. Let's go off of that. What can Aaron Rodgers that do to is help? A, that version of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> at I, the I, end of the day, he he drinks. He's drinking beers. He's chugging beers at basketball games. At with his the mustache. end of the day, him and Aaron Rodgers are just about the same player. Very similar. Deshaun Washington does not have that mustache, and he's they move around. Well, I'm gonna stick to the football part of this. <laughs> they move means. around and they move around into the pocket. They can hold the ball for a very long time. They That's both true. can make they both got a cannon for an arm. They make plays out of nothing. They make plays out of nowhere. And I'm excited to see what he can learn from one of the all-time greats. I am too. No, I, I, all jokes aside, I, I truly believe that uh competition brings out the most and not only that, when you have an admiration for someone, like I'm sure Deshaun has, because if, if he didn't have that admiration, he wouldn't have said it. He wouldn't have go ahead and it, he wouldn't have said, this is another great opportunity for me to take my game to another level. And hopefully a couple of years down the road, I'm in his position too. That was what Washington told reporters regarding the opportunity to learn from Rodgers. And um, both of those guys... They've they've played and made nothing happen. Something that may happen out of nothing with those offensive lines. Rodgers has been in that position. So has uh, Watson, as we clearly know. They've also been in a position, like you mentioned, everything. You hold the ball too long sometimes, whether it's for the good or whether it's for the bad, which you can make a lot out of nothing. I'm excited to see, not necessarily excited. I think that's the wrong verb. But I definitely want to see if the competition between those two will really 
elevate his game in the way he reads the field. Because Aaron Rodgers is one of the, the greatest field generals in regards as how they read the field in NFL history. Hmm. I just don't trust that mustache. Oh, my God. Can you please get off the mustache? He needs to get off that mustache. <laughs> the mustache is wearing Aaron Rodgers. But it's funny. I think since he wore the mustache, that's when all the struggles started. I haven't seen... I don't want my quarterback <laughs> chugging beer at a game. Do you trust that mustache? Yes. It's I'm Aaron sure. Rodgers. But I mean, but going back to Deshaun Watson, I like what I'm seeing from it. I like what I'm seeing from him because this isn't the first time that we've seen Watson go out his way to seek advice from one of the all-time greats. As you remember, when he was a rookie and they had the preseason game against the Patriots, he took time out his day to go to Tom Brady and was like, "Hey, what can I learn from the greatest quarterback of all time?" You know, I I like knowing that he is a guy who's willing to seek advice. To put him in a situation where we look up one day, hopefully 10 years from now, he has the same resume as a Tom Brady, as an Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and uh, I, I truly believe that the number 51 guy on this list, Sean Watson on the NFL list, which is, again, I'm not going to get too pissed off, but, you know, it is what it is. That guy has the ability to be. He has the ability to go all All things the way. considering, he broke a single season record for the passer rating for the Houston Texans at 103.1. And on top of that... Well, that's that not ama- hard to do. Come on, just well, think about the quarterback Well, well I, But what I'm saying is with that amazing single singles and record that he broke in his second year, he also tied with Seattle Seahawks uh, quarterback Russell Wilson for, longest, uh, for the third longest time to throw the ball at three seconds. He's doing a lot with making things up on the go. And a lot of plays that we see from Aaron Rodgers is a lot of, how did he do that? Now, how many times do we say that about Deshaun Watson, our guy here in Houston? Just about every game. Every time he touched, you know, in the top 100, somebody say he is the MJ of football. And by MJ, they mean Michael Jordan. Oh, my God. The way he is able to just, because there's a difference between being great. I forgot who it was. But what they meant by that is, he goes out there and put on a show. There's a difference between going out there and putting on a show and going out there and just playing really, really good. He puts on a show. You just say to yourself, how many times have we said, dang, how did he make that play? Hey, how For did Aaron he get Rogers out there? Watson. 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 Okay. Both how did he? Really. How, how did, well, yeah, both really, especially Rodgers in the prime of his career. But he is the Michael Jordan of... Football right now because the show that he puts on, he puts on the show while he's on the field. Uh, I I think that's a little push. You don't think he's either. I'm not saying the greatness as Michael Jordan, but I'm just saying the way he puts on a show on the field. Uh, I think honestly, I think that would be probably Antonio Brown. All things considered, but I, I see what you're saying. What Both is those, wrong with you today? What are you talking about? Even from a wide receiver standpoint, yes, Antonio Brown is good, but I don't think he puts on a show. He he doesn't put on a I show. Don't, like I said, I don't think he puts on a show. Because, I mean, I could name at least two other receivers that puts on a better show than him. Once again, I'm and not talking performance, John. I'm just talking about the show itself, the production. Antonio Brown doesn't put on the show? I'm not saying. I'm, I'm saying for, for the wide receiver, he doesn't put. 
Odell Beckham put on a better show, showman. Gosh, then Antonio Brown is not a showman? See, Goodness you thinking showman. You think I'm talking about skills and performance. I'm not saying that, I'm John. talking about strictly must-see TV. I'm yeah. talking about the production. That's Antonio Brown. It is, but I mean, his production, his antics, and stuff, it's not the same as, uh, as, as Odell Beckham's. Yeah, it is because he does it more because he's on the field more. Oh my we need to go back to having our own podcast because, oh man, I'll do The that. listeners of Locked On Texans definitely want to hear Texans talk, and I guarantee you guys, as the weeks come about more Deshaun and more, Watson puts on a better production and a better show than AB. As the weeks come about. Hell, JJ, why put on a better show and production than AB? As the weeks come about, and we have the you know preseason kicks off next week for the Houston Texans, the game kicks off tonight, the first game kicks off tonight. I'm excited about that. I don't know why, because I always, after the first 10 minutes of the first preseason game, I'm like, all right, this is this is it. But I am excited to see some football. Hopefully nobody gets hurt. I also have a draft in four minutes that I have to get ready for. Cody doesn't do drafts, and I don't know why, but he's also, I don't know, man. Today was a rough day, man. We kind of hated each other today. Yeah, we did. I'm going to sit here considering how I'm just giving David Locke my, 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 my day notice. You do that. I'll be here. But until next time, listen, guys, we really appreciate you rocking with us and listening to the show. There's a lot more to come, uh, not only with us, but just your favorite team, who you listen to this show for. Everybody is excited about what this team can do because of whether it's disappointments, whether it's acquisitions, and just seeing who is going to make the team in rosters. You know, a lot of these guys that fight for those roster spots, how many times do we see a guy that make barely makes the roster comes out to be everything and more? Victor Cruz, Terrell Davis, it's so much more and more. So definitely want to keep your eye around this team. Six-round draft pick, one of the greatest receivers in the league. I'm not going to get started. But with that being said. history? No, I wasn't going to say in history. He is one of the best receivers in the league. Don't nobody dispute that. And the one of the greatest showmen in the NFL history as well. History? The I production am level I of am, his show is I, nowhere near as high as Terrell Owens' production level of. He no, John. One of. And I'm one of the duo, duo, <laughs> one of the duo of Locked On Texas podcast. Bulls on parade with a party twist. Until next time, Cody, you want to leave him with a message? If this show seem all over the place and if the show seem rushed, that's John's fault because all he care about is his fantasy draft that's about to start in three minutes. How do you watch and analyze football, but you don't play fantasy football? That's weird. I'm picking tenth in this draft right now, and I'm. This is not even Once a real again, you're draft. My point. How do you not participate in this fun madness? Once again, you're proving my point. It's like your first week in freshman year, no, college. It's no, madness. It's fun. No. It's 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 anguish. You're boring. Good. That's people who bet their livelihood on this. Now, who are you to sit there high and mighty in your throne to not participate with us? Get out of here. You get out of here. This is the show, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.